Good morning. The time is 10.04. My name is Emmanuel Breckett. I will be the zoning administrator hearing for this morning. Today is August 18, 2022. Um, ready, Michelle? Thank you. Uh, there is only one item on the agenda, which is the applicant requests the coastal permit approval for vegetation treatment activities within 10 feet of a road edge and vertical vegetation clear clearing up to 15 feet to bring the roads into compliance with the Marin County Fire Code Section 322.6.1 and to allow safe ingress and egress of emergency personnel and residents to specific roadway segments in Inverness, Bolinas, and Stinson Beach. The project will be concluded, conducted along approximately 14.3 miles of right-of-way and includes portions of the following roadway, roadway rights-of-way. Balboa Avenue, Bar Lane, Calle del Arroyo, Camino del Mar, Douglas Drive, Dover, Dover Road, Drake's Summit Road, Drake's View, View Drive, Elm Road, Keithway, Laurel Street, Mesa Road, Ocean Parkway, Olima Bulinas Road, Overlook Drive, Sunnyside Drive, Terrence Avenue, Via de la Vista, and Vision Road. Vegetation within the selected areas include large amounts of tall brushes and dense stand, stands of unmaintained trees. Treatment methods vary depending on the cover type, conditions of vegetation, and topography. The project is proposed to be exempt per CEQA guidelines section 15301 class one and section 15304 class four. Uh, the lead agency or the lead the project proponent is County Rights of Way and, and the project will be mostly in West Marin. Megan Alton is the planner who's been handling this project, and Megan, I have a few questions, but um, are there any more additional comments beyond the, those two that were submitted this morning? That is all the comments I've received. I received quite a number of phone calls, um, I mean voicemails, and I don't typically respond to phone calls until after meetings and for obvious reasons. Uh, one of the co written comments is that um, it was submitted by John Icon. I, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your last name. Um, and the question um, is the right of way says edge, 10 foot from edge of ramp, 10 feet from the edge of the right of way. It's conceivable that would encroach into a private property. Um, well, perhaps this is a question for the applicant. Will privately maintained um, or planted trees or vegetations be impacted? Um, so the project description does state that the vegetation management would occur 15 feet from the edge of a right-of-way. I, I could see how it could um, go out beyond the right-of-way, so I would refer that uh, specific question to the applicant. Um, but I do have a statement from the applicant saying that the the fire department will actively work and uh, with the residents um, you know, on those non-county maintained roads um, to address their concerns in the specific area um, near the time of um, the project activities. Um, but otherwise, I would defer to the applicant. 
Okay. Um, one of the most of the comments are in support of the proposed project. There are a couple that are that raised serious questions. One I just mentioned. The other one relates to the ESHA buffers. Um, in visiting the site, I not the entire work road is within ESHA, but there are segments that could fall within an ESHA buffer zone. Um, can you describe the treatment of those vegetations within the ESHA? Yeah, so within the ESHA, um, we would anticipate um, that there is being the removal of the dead um, and dying and non-native vegetation. Um, and the, the project does include uh, specific design features and implementation features to ensure the protection of the ESHA, and those would be implemented uh, during the uh, work activity. Um, and those kind of methods, re um, removing the dead and dying vegetation is an, an effort to reduce the fuel load um, in those areas. Okay, I'll reserve my other questions to the applicants. Um, thank you. Uh, at this time, I'll open the public hearing um, portion of public testimony portion of the public hearing. Um, we don't have that many speakers, so I'll give five minutes to the applicants and another five minutes for a rebuttal. So if we can get the lead person who from the applicants team, please. If you would like to make any statements, comments, or clarifications, then please state your name. Great. Thank you so much. Good morning, I'm Ann Creelock, the Planning and Program Manager with the Marin Wildfire Prevention Authority, and I'm gonna touch on uh, a few of the environmental protection measures that are included in the project, and, uh, and then I'd love to have uh, Chief Weber from Marin County Fire, the lead agency who would be implementing the project, um, uh, speak as well towards uh, the need for the project, if that's okay. Um, so this project includes a number of what we call project design and implementation features and other features that are incorporated into the project in order to reduce any potential impacts to sensitive resources. For example, regarding sensitive plant species, we recognize that West Marin includes a lot of really great biodiverse areas, and so we've incorporated protection measures into this project as we do with all of our projects. So for example, with this project, this project in the project description describes having a biologist come out and uh, do biological resource surveys within the project area before any work would take place. And then also be a biological monitor during implementation of the project to make sure that those resources found are protected. Additionally, regarding Northern Spotted Owl, that's a big concern in West Marin and other parts of Marin. Uh, we would include uh, no work within activity centers for northern spotted owl during nesting season to make sure that they are not impacted. And just to clarify the kind of work that we're proposing here, it's really removal or thinning of understory species such as some native coyote brush and other non-native such as broom. And removal of dead and dying vegetation, some of the uh, woody debris that's already on the ground 
Some very small diameter trees might be thinned, but mature trees are not a target of this project. So last, if our permit application is approved and work can proceed, we'd be very happy to work with any of the residents in the project area to walk their neighborhoods and think through which trees they're concerned with, what uh, landscaping they're concerned with, and um, discuss any concerns that they might have. So we thank you for your time and consideration. We thank county planning staff for working with us throughout this application process. And we have Chief Weber here with Marin County Fire and a whole team of folks here to help answer any questions. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Uh, Chief Jason Weber. Good morning. Or good morning. Good morning, everyone. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, Jason Weber, Marin County Fire Chief. Uh, I'll read a written statement, and then if you'd like, I can address the, the neighborhood uh, item that came up either now or uh, it's okay. The... Let's make your statements. I have a number of questions for it. Sounds good. California has experienced the most significant fires in our history over the last decade. These fires have caused more structural and life loss than anything we've witnessed in our lifetimes. The largest two fires in this county's recent history have occurred in West Marin. The public expectation and mandates surrounding evacuation preparation and planning is clear. Fundamentally, getting people out alive and safely getting firefighters into a neighborhood is of paramount importance. The voters in Marin County overwhelmingly approved Measure C to fund the Marin Wildfire Prevention Authority with clear direction to reduce the threat of wildfire, especially around evacuation routes. The proposed evacuation route project is requesting to treat approximately 34 acres over thousands of acres in West Marin. That's less than 1%. The work is designed to provide maintenance in the least invasive way possible while maximizing the safety to just get people out alive. This does not considerably change our ability to hold a fire at a road or even use a road to control a fire. The proposed work attempts to reach the most basic minimum fire code requirements of 15 feet of vertical clearance and 10 feet of lateral fuel reduction. Time is of the essence related to this request. Each day that goes by during this fire season and each year that passes is one day or one year closer to disaster occurring. A catastrophic fire in our watershed and or coastal zone could have untold negative impacts both environmentally and to lives and property of West Marin. Your favorable decision of our application is appreciated and I'm certainly open to any questions you have. Okay, um, let's start with the comment made by uh, the previous speaker, Ms. Curry-Ann. Um, she stated that you expect to implement the project in the spring outside of the wet season and when birds are outside of the nesting period and outside of, uh, obviously, um, end of late fall. Uh, is that your understanding as well? That is. Do you, have you contacted or do you intend to contact each affected uh, property owner? So how we've handled this in other projects is we assign a project manager that'll work with the neighborhood groups. If they have an organized neighborhood group, in this case, many of those roads are in, in, a, in an organized group out in Inverness, a road group. Reach out to them. Um, again, as, as Ann mentioned, walk the project, identify the scope of work, hear any concerns. Um, that is typical of any of the projects we're doing along, along residents and roadsides. Um, there were two owners in particular who, who were concerned that the vegetation or trees that they've planted over the years, and one of them refers to fruit trees being, uh, being impacted with the vertical clearance 15 feet. Uh, before any privately maintained plants are touched, will you inform them? 
or get their permission to do so? Yeah, we'll work with the, unless if it's specifically a, a hazard and we can't reach anybody um, after multiple attempts, but we'll work with them, especially a fruit tree. Um, I mean, that's not our target anyway, typically. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, that's all I have for now. Thank right. you. Thank you. Uh, Bob Johnson. Johnston, I'm sorry. You have three minutes. It's on. I, um, my name is Bob Johnston. I live at 20 Drake Summit Road, uh, which is one of the uh, evacuation routes involved in this project. Uh, I'm a retired uh, professor of city planning, and I've been a local planning commissioner in two different cities in California. Uh, I sub I'm uh, on the... Um, um, we have a, on Drake Summit Road an informal homeowners association, um, and um, I cannot speak for it because we have not voted on this, but generally speaking, it appears as though we, everyone or most people support the project. Uh, I'm the chair of the tree committee. I deal mainly with PG&E. Um, uh, I support this project as I understand it. I have a few comments. The maps from Sequoia are completely inadequate. Um, so that goes to the whoever commissioned that report. I think it's the authority, the wildfire authority. Um, road edge needs to be defined. I've heard uh, road edge typically means edge of pavement or paved road section. But and here I hear people talking about right-of-way. You have to define all these terms. Um, I'm interpreting it as five feet from the pavement edge, but I, I would find it would be better if the fire department would say we need X feet of horizontal clearance on the roadway or some something like that, or we want pullouts or we want whatever, you know. Um, uh, Ann Creelock has assured me uh, by email that someone from the fire department or the authority, but somebody that is going to be uh, connected to the actual work will walk the road with myself and other members of our tree committee uh, and our uh, our, road our road association. Uh, that's great. We very much appreciate that, and we would like to see all any tree that will be removed be uh, marked uh, in advance. Uh, so anyhow, we support the project. Thank you. Thank you. Nancy Stein. My name is Nancy Stein. Oops. Hi, my name is Nancy Stein, and I'm at 56 Drake Summit, and I have served on the uh, Drake Summit Road Association for many years, and my specific um, role as president and some other parts has been the actual taking care of and pruning the sides of the road We've actually been pretty more diligent than most um, roads in doing that uh, over the years. However, I have some problems with this um, application from the point of view of I want this organization to understand that you can't apply the same standards to every road. 
You simply can't because nature doesn't work that way. And it is now proven science that the trees actually are dependent on the shrubs that grow underneath them. This, is bio, this has been biologically proven that there's a network of medicine and information that passes. So it's very important to understand that when we're clearing. And what happens with clearing on our road, which has, it's just characterized by very steep banks along the road, is when you take out shrubs, what you get in return is you get holly, which is a very bad pyrophyte, and you get thistle, and you get very tall grass like this. We prune that road twice a year. If we go out farther, that's what we're going to have, and it's going to mean pruning that road more than twice a year. So my question for the fire department is, are you going to do that? Because we pay for that. We also pay for paving the road because it's a private road. We pay for any tree that lands in the middle of the road. The county of Marin has never done any maintenance on our road. So when you start clearing in in a standard way where you're sending out a crew and you're saying, okay, here it is, five feet, just take everything out of there. Who is going to replace the banks when they cave in? Because my understanding is that right now that's the residents who live on the road. If, we have a, if the road caves in after pruning the road by, by the fire department, who pays for that? I think it's a really important question and one that should be addressed. Where does your responsibility end? Because the way nature works is you can't just look at it from the standpoint of fire. You have to look at water. You have to look at drainage. You have to look at the people who take care of that road have more information than a biologist who is going to walk it. So thank you. Okay, thank you. Caroline or Carol? Caroline? Terrence? Okay, good morning, Mr. Eckeret. Um, my name is Carolyn Longstreth. I'm with the California Native Plant Society. I'm a chapter board member, and I'm also, I also am a member of the Fire and Environment Resilience Network. Um, I have, a, uh, to begin with, uh, just a, a document to admit, uh, to introduce into the record. It's, um, it's a it's notes from a field trip that some of us took in Inverness, and it just talks about the vegetation. So we have two main points today. Um, the first is kind of an elephant in the room, and that is that the major vegetation provisions of the local coastal program flatly prohibit removal of native vegetation from ESHA or ESHA buffer. Uh, it would seem that this disallows virtually the entire project since the work area is largely within terrestrial ESHA and 100% of the project area is deemed sensitive vegetation. 
and this is explained more detail in our letter. Um, the fa in fact, the LCP includes a provision stating that the f a future amendment will allow the type of work proposed here, and that statement is strong evidence that the drafters knew the current LCP prohibits this kind of work in ESHA. The staff report basically pretends that the county has already amended the LCP to allow this kind of work, but you really can't rely on that because it hasn't gone through the process of approval by the supervisors, uh, public comment, hearing, and so on. So uh, that probably doesn't work. You know, we're in a new era. The original environmental hazards uh, section doesn't even mention fire as a, as a hazard. And it's going to take some time for our laws to catch up. Um, and, you know, there's been a huge, huge project progress already done. Uh, we submit, we, we urge you not to follow the approach in the staff report. The draft ruling is deficient in that it lacks a finding that the project complies with the major vegetation provisions. And in our view, the ruling needs to um, identify where the eshes are. There need to be findings on that. Um, now, we recognize the safe, public safety interest in this project, and it is you know, very significant. We realize that. And for that reason, we suggest that uh, until the hazards chapter is amended and the process is underway, the project be scaled back to be limited to invasives removal, and that would include mowing and weed whacking of grasses. Um, there are some other alternatives uh, mentioned in the correspondence with the Coast Commission. Uh, one is the public works plan, which is um, our understanding is that's also being worked on. And then another idea, another uh, possible alternative is to submit to the commission a consolidated uh, application for a CDP, or it would be a consolidated CDP, which would include the areas of the Coastal Commission jurisdiction. And if the Coastal Commission were to analyze this matter, uh, there may be, I'm not sure, 100% sure about this, there could be a different analysis. I tried to find out, but I couldn't. So our second point is that even if the project is approved, the order should require a mitigation plan um, in accordance with the correspondence with Honora Montano. There will be impacts, and on page five of the application, it says that the goal in the forest is to create 20 feet of spacing between trees and shrubs in this 10-foot band. Um, this is minimized in the staff report. Um, this, to, to create that kind of spacing is going to require the removal of thousands of native trees and small, small trees and shrubs. And this is to be uh, permanently maintained. Uh, so we ask that you uh, adopt the suggestion of uh, Ms. Montano and require a restoration of ESHA elsewhere at a three-to-one ratio that would include performance standards, mitigation, and monitoring, which I know they do anyway, so that's easy, and a planting plan. Um, so those are our two points. Do you have any questions? I, I okay, do not. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay. 
Are there any more public speakers? See none. Um, close the public testimony hearing of the portion of the hearing. Uh, Megan, would you like to respond to any of the public comments? Um, I guess um, so related to the alternatives when we were looking at the analysis that the roadways are in the in the Eshas um, and there might there is no other you know feasible alternative because the roadways are um, are where they are um, is there anything else you would like me to touch on thank you um, could you, could miss uh, Anne could you come back please could you respond to the last comment, please? Uh, regarding requiring mitigation? Correct. Um, you know, I think that, uh, well, Carolyn is absolutely right that, uh, and this has been touched on uh, previously, that we are going to be um, kicking off a public works plan uh, with the Coastal Commission to think through planning ahead for all of the work that um, really needs to happen in the next several years. And um, so that's going to be, um, a process that will, you know, include whatever, you know, requirements that the Coastal Commission uh, asks of us. Um, at this, uh, for this project in particular, we decided to um, take it to the local coastal program. Um, and much of this uh, work really includes uh, weed whipping non-natives, um, cutting back very common uh, plant species such as um, coyote brush, cutting back uh, non-natives, and removing dead and down material. We don't anticipate removing uh, tons and tons of native material, but increasing the spacing uh, between shrubs and between uh, trees. That does require removing some material, um, but it, the project is up to 20 feet. It doesn't have to be 20 feet, and we can work with county staff around what you would like to see. Um. And one more thing, I presume you will be working with members of the Department of Public Works in terms of establishing the roadway and, and the extent of the proposed edge of the roadway. I would assume you're going to involve the Public Works. Just yes, for confirmation. absolutely. Yes. Thank you. That's all I have. Okay, thank you. Um, the first, this is the first meeting since COVID began that I'm, we are seeing in person. Uh, it feel, feels different, somewhat, you know, it's surreal that we are in a room. Um, having said that, um, I've heard the public testimony and the responses to the many comments that were submitted. Um, uh, as I noted, the vast majority were in support, are in support of the project. In fact, there aren't any in opposition. To, to the extent there are any comments related opposing the project, it really is calling for either scaling down or um, seeking clarification. Uh, having said that, I'll start with the comment that was submitted by Anor um, Hanora from the Coastal Commission. Coastal Commission is proposing we include mitigation on, on conditions of approval on mitigation measures based on um, a draft document that has yet to be implemented. Uh, the hazards section is still under work, and uh, she's borrowing language from a document that is in a draft form 
and have it incorporated into a project. We simply cannot do that. There is no nexus here. We have to base the project on the rules and regulations that are in effect as of today, not on draft document documents that may or may not be adopted. Um, second, the applicants, the project documents and the file is clean, very clear. And then the county also has rules as to when site clearance may occur or vegetation removal and, and or general site grading. Uh, there are specific time frame when they are strictly prohibited during nesting period, during um, winter times and so forth. Those are uniformly applied to any project in Marin County, including this project. Just because it is publicly sponsored project does not mean it's exempt from having to comply with the uniform standards of approval. In fact, the applicant's document does refer to those standards that are typically implemented to any project, and the applicant's representative did mention they intend to comply. So I don't, I think the issue related to ASHA is um, addressed in a sense that um, any site clearance will have to be done during those time, during those specified period of time. And two is that there is nothing on the record to suggest um, the project is not in compliance with ASHA. Uh, the LCP has standards that, that there are steps the applicants have to, any applicant would have to go through and uh, um, analyzing whether or not there is a feasible alternative um, to what is being proposed. Um, the roads are, as Megan said, they are what they are. The SHS are not throughout the entire segment. They're um, quite in between, uh, they're far and in between. Uh, to the extent there are SHS, it is, there, there are conditions of approval with, with project proposes to, to take certain steps to decrease, if not eliminate, um, encroachments into ASHA and limit the time and period when it will happen. The LCP is clear that um, based on a biological site assessment, there has to be a feasible alternative project than what has been proposed. Um, the roads are what they are. The project is what it is. It's a public safety. There, you can't move it any other place. Therefore, it is consistent, contrary to the comment, it is consistent. It is consistent with the proposed conditions of, with the findings in the staff report, which refers to the biological resources. Uh, the other comment I also want to touch on is um, whether the county could request to process a consolidated permit. Um, it's not typical, it's not usual, it would be out of the norm, um, first of all. And second, this project is essentially as public safety uh, hazards. We, many of us recall during the last fire event in West Marin where we were stuck on work, we couldn't get out, so we had to be evacuated. Right? And we were in county vehicles, there were no cell phone covers, roads were closed, and this is an attempt to not have to repeat those. We were visitors, and I can't imagine the nightmare all those neighbors went through, all those residents. And it's not something that we should, um, it is something that we should do every step 
you take every step possible to not have to live or relive again. Um, given this is an emerg emergency work, a pub public safety work, it's unreasonable to rely on the Coastal Commission to act on a timely manner. Um, but therefore, seeking a consolidated permit is not reasonable. It's unreasonable request. Um, Megan, I'm reading the uniformly standard conditions of approval. Um, but this is the revised version, it looks like, the 2022. Um, there are a couple of things that have been left out, and it refers to the nesting period, nesting bird period, pre-construction survey, okay. uh, and um, the need to have a biologist involved in the monitoring process. It's mentioned in the staff in the applicant statement, but also monitoring a biologist monitoring, monitoring throughout the project. Uh, please reinsert those three, three standards either as a condition of approval under 1A or um, re restore them to the standard conditions of approval. They are quantified standards nevertheless. The applicants do have to comply with those, but for some reason they've been removed from uh, these conditions. Um, uh, finally, guys, did I see someone for public works? Do we have anyone? We don't. Um, have a play, place a condition of approval requiring the applicants to involve public works in terms of identifying what is right of rights of way and the and the edges of the project, uh, and have DPW involved throughout the project process and place that as a condition of approval, not a standard uh, condition of approval. With those revised conditions, I think the project is consistent with the LCP. The hazards, is, the draft hazards conditions cannot be imposed on a project that is currently pending. The project has to be reviewed and approved or uh, in compliance or consistency with the rules and regulations that are currently in effect, not based on draft documents that may or may never be implemented. Um, with that, the project is approved and this decision is with those conditions, those, that pro the project is approved. Um, if, again, there is a, is it a 10-day appeal period? Yes. Um, the, this decision is appealable to the Planning Commission. Anyone who wishes to file an appeal, they have 10 business days from the date of this decision. Please contact Megan, uh, Megan Alton regarding um, the appeal process. Thank you and have a good day.